You grew up knowing you could do anything. As a soldier in the U.S. Army, you'll test your limits and feel the pride of doing things you never thought possible. With guaranteed training in one of more than 150 career fields, up to $40,000 cash enlistment bonus, you'll earn a steady paycheck, get money for college, and gain valuable experience while you learn how to be a valued team leader. To find out more, call your local Army recruiter or visit us at GoArmy.com. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. You're listening to From the Cheap Seats with Chris DeLambert and Brandon Atkins. You may not like your seats, but you'll love the show. Hey, welcome to From the Cheap Seats, everybody. It seems like a million years since we've done this, but we are back and loaded for bear. LeBron James. That's all I got to say, Brandon. Go ahead. No, I just want to apologize to the listening audience right now because I've been gone for a month, and I didn't mean to deprive y'all like that. (laughs) Yeah, so noted. Anyway, LeBron to the Lakers. Um, I think that this is a good move by LeBron because it takes all the pressure off. I really think that basketball aficionados across the world – really have low expectations. So I think as his play starts to decline dramatically over the next year or two, um, people are just going to be like, yeah, well, he went out to L.A. and they sucked. Okay. Let me um, clear my throat five times and then tell you, give you this stat. I was looking at something last night. Michael Jordan at age 38 was number seven in the league in scoring that year. LeBron's got five more years to do whatever he wants. There's more technology. I think he's going to be fine. And I I think he was willing to punt on this year to get talent, whether it be, you know, the big names that are on the table. But I think he was okay with not being that great this year. What do you think? I think at 34 years old, that's a dangerous game to play. I mean, I get what you're saying about Jordan, and at the age of 38, you know, he was this, he was that, he was the other. I think that any disinterested observer would tell you that Michael Jordan, by the time he was 38, was a shell of himself. And uh, I don't expect LeBron to be playing at a top level when he's 38 years old. The only two guys in my memory that have really, truly sustained and been superstars into that age range are Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Carl Malone. Anybody want to throw anybody else in the mix? I mean, I know you're saying Jordan, but if you think Jordan at 38 was what Jordan was at 28, you're sadly mistaken. No, he wasn't, but he came back in the league at 38 and brought uh, – we don't call them wizards here, right? We call bullets. them the bullets. 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 They're the bullets. The bullets. So he brought the bullets back into the playoff picture and was averaging 25 points a game and had them believing again and was seventh in the league in scoring. LeBron James, I feel like, can easily do that for the next four or five years. So his legacy continues. I just feel like that this first year with the Lakers, he has some, I think, reasonable – you know, he, he thinks that we're not going to be that good this year. And then 
whatever happens, happens. I think he wanted to be in L.A. where his son's committed to play high school Dude, basketball. Don't, don't, don't even invoke his son into this. I'm This really kind of annoys the crap out of me because I'm not believing for a second that quality of life for his family or his child, the quality of education or the level of preparation he was going to get for the next level of basketball had anything at all to do with this move. If LeBron wanted to be in L.A., it's because LeBron wanted to be in L.A. I get that he has media interest there. He already owns two homes out there. Who wouldn't want to live in a Southern California climate Me. after having been in Cleveland all these years? But the fact that they're trying to play this up as it was a family decision, I don't buy that for five seconds. Bricky, how about you? I'm with you. I think it was uh, it was beyond basketball. I think he wanted to develop his other interests to the point where he starts to realize my career is going to be over in five years. What's next? Let me go ahead and start doing what's next. My media company, Blaze Pizza, whatever else he's got going. And his hub will be L.A. So I think it was about the future. Not that he says he's overlooking basketball, but LeBron's a smart guy. He understands that he can see the light at the end of the tunnel, and he will be an old guy. And you don't want to see – Man, God, I remember when LeBron was great, and now he's coming off the bench. We don't want to see that. He wants to go out a star and close out when he wants to close out and step right into the next phase of his life. And and let me let me I want to qualify what you said because I wasn't even aware that Michael Jordan finished seventh in scoring when he was thirty eight years oh, old. Oh, you didn't believe me? No, I, it wasn't that I didn't believe you. I didn't know that. But I wanted to go back and I want to peel these numbers back a little bit. So Jordan. In his age 38 season, averaged 22 points a game. Actually, almost 23 points. His career average, 30 points. So he's down seven points off that. The more telling thing, though, is that for his career, he was a 49.7% shooter and shot barely 41% in that age 38 year. Now, that... If you want to give me a guy that's going to come in and is going to put up 23 points a night for me, half a dozen assists, half a, half a dozen rebounds, that's great. I'll put him on whatever team you want. But that's not a franchise superstar level player. And we've talked about this before. Is those Washington those Washington Bullets teams that Jordan was on, name me one other player that played on those teams. Jihadi White was dope, man. <laughs> I'm amazed that you might have been able to do that. I don't know if if Jihadi White played for him or not. But my point is, is is we've said this before, somebody has to get those stats. No, I get it. But he also had them back in the playoffs without – Washington was never – and if you look at the Eastern Conference Finals that year, he had them back, Washington, Bullets, even though they had Wizards uniforms on. The Washington Bullets – Bullets were back in the Eastern Conference Finals. You know who was not there? Who's what that? team? You want to guess? The Bulls. Got it. You know who else was not there? The Cavaliers. I think the Cavs were there. I don't know. Tyron Lue was on that team. I'm, I'm certain that the Cavaliers were not in the Eastern Conference Finals that year playing against Washington because neither one of them went on to the NBA Finals. So it certainly could not have been Cleveland and Washington. All right, so let me get this straight. Richard Hamilton, Rip Hamilton was on that team? 
Was he really? Popeye Jones. Oh, my Christian God. Christian Leitner. Tyron Liu. Courtney Alexander. Kwame Brown. And Hubert Davis. Kwame who's, Brown. Who's Christian Leitner? Never heard of him. Christian Leitner. Is he that guy that got in fights in the NBA Summer League in his first two games? Is, is that the guy that got in the fights and had the benches clear that's, that's his cousin. in his first two games? Oh, no, 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 no. That's the other Duke guy, Grayson Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. How has Grayson Allen become the most hated man in the NBA before he's played <laughs> in a one week? Game? He's amazing. My thing is, though, is watching Trey Young bow up on that dude. Has Trey Young been asleep for the last three or four years? Grayson Allen, we talk about the fake tough guys. We talk about Draymond Green, and he's fake tough. He's right. fake crazy. Dennis Rodman was really tough and really crazy. Rick Mahorn was really tough and really crazy. Grayson Allen, not really tough. He's crazy as hell. You better leave that dude alone. You, you, and Trey Young plays, uh, he weighs 145 pounds. D- dude, don't go Trey Young must Allen. have been tripping, man. I like it. <laughs> There's no crazy scale. You can't measure crazy, so you don't know how to, to compare to prepare for it. Tough guy, you just run. Crazy, you don't know what to do. He will really show up in the parking lot <laughs> and shank you. Yeah, he's Grace like Allen will do it. Lance Stevenson is pretty crazy. Lance Stevenson's crazy, but you know who's even crazier than Lance Stevenson? Meta World Peace, Rondo. <laughs> All right. We've got an NBA locker room with oh, JaVale freaking crazy <laughs> McGee, Lance crazy Stevenson, and King crazy himself, Rajon Rondo. This is going to be awesome. Okay, I'll say as a, as a Carolina guy, I didn't think what Grayson Allen did in that when he got tangled up with Trey Young. Oh, no, no, no. I, was that big of a deal? It wasn't. He actually got tangled up. He used almost like a veteran move. Right. Trey Young tried to come up underneath his left arm and draw the foul, and the refs weren't having it. And Trey Young just went, Oh my God, I'm in the NBA and I don't know how to play basketball. <laughs> so he tried to mix it up right. with the easiest target in the NBA yeah. in the summer league, which is Grayson Allen. And Grayson Allen just threw his hands up. I'm becoming more and more of a Grayson Allen fan as we go. <laughs> His reputation played into that. Of course it did. The skirmish was not, like you said, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But because it was Grayson Allen, and uh, we need to get him a Trey Young a nickname like uh, oh, God. Mr. Bust. Well, here's the, oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let's see. We could call him the future. We call him the we past. The past. <laughs> yes. That is fabulous. <laughs> That is Trey Young's moniker from here on out, the past. I was thinking that we could give him a job here on the show, but I'm not even sure he's worthy for that. Right he talks now. like a Muppet, so he can't come in studio and do that. He doesn't he have could, the hair like, game. make us drinks. I'm all for that. I'm not letting him cut my hair or advise me on oh, style. Yeah. But I is think, there anybody in the NBA with worse hair than that dude? No. It's like a bird's nest. It no. is. It, it's it's like It's like it, he's balding at 20. Yes. And it's like what it's like is like you know when you see a baby that's born with a lot of curly hair, yeah. but you and you're like, oh my god, that baby has a lot of hair, but you can still see straight to the scalp. Right, that's him. Well, yeah. you were saying that he could come in here and give it, make us drinks, <laughs> but I'm afraid that he couldn't give us a splash of vodka with the way he's shooting right now. 
I so, think he's maybe he's shooting. Benjamin Button. Okay, he, he's really seventy-two. He, <laughs> <laughs> here's here's what happened over the weekend. You guys don't know because only only Trent and I pay any attention to our Twitter account. I made a mistake. We're on Twitter. Oh, yeah, we got about thirty-five hundred followers. We're yeah. all right. Here's the thing. Yeah, I don't even think you followed us on, I, on I, Twitter. I have a tw- I have Twitter. His, I his Twitter account's it. like I'm the what, the financial advisor to the stars. <laughs> it's something really lame. I mean, if I if I played at Duke in three Final Fours, dude, if you think that wouldn't like lead in my bio, you are sadly mistaken. And this dude's like financial planner and advisor. Hey man, there's uh, <laughs> there's many chapters in a book. I hear you. Here's what happened. This weekend, we put up a couple of polls, and we'll talk about some of the polls that we ran over the weekend. However, I ran a prospective Rookie of the Year poll. I made a, I made a mistake, though. I only ran it for 24 hours. And we're going to rerun it again anyway. My, my excuse is going to be that it only ran for 24 hours. But that's not the real reason. The real reason is that our Twitter followers, they need a redo. So the Vegas odds makers have posted their odds for potential rookie of the year in the NBA. And it works out well because on Twitter, when you post a poll, you have four options. There are four options that are 500 or that are minus 500 or more or less, rather, as far as the odds makers say. And those four guys, their favorites are DeAndre Ayton, Marvin Bagley Jr., Trey Young, and Luka Doncic. So those were the four options that I posted. Our followers Wait, ben are Sim- not as – Ben Simmons is not a rookie again this year? <laughs> Third-year rookie. <laughs> That's the funniest thing you're going to say today. Um, so our out of the way. followers – they need a redo. They're horrible. They really are. They are. Their choice was Luka Doncic first with 37% of the, of the vote. <laughs> Who have, they've never seen play. <laughs> They're taking Mark Cuban at his word. We'll see you on the other side. You're listening to From the Cheap Seats. Krista Lambert, Brandon Atkins, two American patriots trying to make sports talk radio great again. The V Foundation and board member Robin Roberts are dedicated to declaring victory over cancer by funding cutting-edge research. Jim Valvano's greatest legacy is the V Foundation. You can help join the fight, give the gift of time. We need passion, we need teamwork and momentum. The time to act is now. There's not a moment to lose. Every dollar counts. Every day counts. To find out how you can join us to defeat cancer, please visit JimmyV.org. Welcome back to From the Cheap Seats. All right, welcome back to From the Cheap Seats. I'm Chris Lambert. Brandon Atkins, Professor Trent Nichols, and the inimitable Robert Ricky in studio. Sans Diamond Dave Kaplan. I'm a little sad about that, but I'm sure. Where's he? Is he in D.C. this week? He's in D.C., but do you ever notice when he's not here, it's not like, hey, I can't show up. I'm in Clayton, North Carolina, or I'm in Lillington, North Carolina. He's always like, I'm in Breckenridge. I'm in uh, on some island somewhere, or I'm in Washington, D.C., and he's, he's living probably, the dream. 
He's living the dream. He's up there lobbying uh, the Donald. And I, he's an insurance guy. So he's like, all these premiums need to be raised way up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I don't have any idea what you just said because I've got something in my head that I'm going to say that may offend a lot of people, but I don't care. This won't be the first time. All right, so, so you're not you're not about to throw us to MLS soccer, I, I, are you? No, but see, Trent, I'm about to say Trent, something. Back me up. I'm about Anytime to say he, something. Hold up, hold up. Anytime you go on your phone, you like throw it to us. Yeah. MLS soccer, yeah. right? No, no yeah. MLS coming. Here's, here's what I'm going to say. All right, first of all, uh, what I said before the break was that Donkic got 37% of our fan vote. That's amazing that these people have this much faith in Mark Cuban because Cuban's the guy that's out there. He was the best player in the draft, hands down, not even close. Really? Cool. How, has the, how have the Mavs done in the NBA draft over the course of the last 15 years? I mean, they did hit on Nowitzki. That's fair. That was 20 years ago. Right. Since then, please tell me about this great draft history that the Mavericks have had. I, I don't know. They do love taking foreign players. I remember Eduardo Nahara. And Steve Nash. Steve Nash. They didn't draft Steve Nash. Who took him? Was it the Suns took Phoenix. him? Phoenix. Yeah. And then he went to Dallas, and then he went back to Phoenix and all the rest of that. I, I don't ever recall Dallas hitting on a draft pick. Like, legit. I just don't recall. They've thrown some money around and brought some guys in. Now they've thrown some money at DeAndre Jordan for him to go finish his career out there. I don't know what he's going to do. It's a one-year deal. But anyway, Donkic, 37% of the vote. The other three, Aiton, Bagley, Trey Young, all tied with 21% of the vote. Our listeners need a do-over. So before the end of the show, it'll be back up. I'm going to put it up for about a week. And I want to see what people think in terms of potential rookie of the year. But instead of using the Vegas predictions... We're going to figure out which four players go onto the list. I know who Brandon's going to want to put on there, so we'll get to that. But this is my thing, and I was I was thinking I can hold on to this and I can roll it out later. We've already talked about the past. I do want to clink some ice cubes and ask: Is Trey Young round so he can fill my glass? But I'm going to say, we said that he's the past for Atlanta. Right. So we went into the break, and I'm thinking, the past for Atlanta. What are bad things that have happened to Atlanta? Bricky, you may be the only one that gets this, and you may not even. Trey Young is the worst thing to happen to the Atlanta Hawks since John Drew found cocaine. <laughs> I used to watch the Hawks back in those days. And John Drew was a monster. <laughs> yeah, boy. And then he got high for the first time, yeah. and it was all over. Is that tasteless? Is that is that out of bounds? Well, let's not lump him in the uh, illegal substance category as yet. He may need to go there when his career falls off. But <laughs> right now, he's there is a glimmer of hope. <clears throat> but you think back to those Hawks teams: John Drew, Tree Rollins, those guys. Dominate Wilkins, uh, Kevin he, Willis. It was a different. It was kind of the overlap, but yeah, right. Dominique. Dominique Kevin, actually, Kevin here's a, here, a cool fun fact. Dominique actually <laughs> was a military dependent and did that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he actually was a youth coach in Germany for one of my friends wow. who told me that when I met him. And I was like, shut up, dude. And he brought me a picture with him hanging out with the team. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> who knew? Just, the human highlight film. One of my favorite players of all time. Um, Trey Young. 
I watched him play against the Blazers. Summer Gar- league action over the weekend. Garbage. Move on. Got a lot of run from Greenberg and the rest of the, the ESPN crew. And I'm watching the lead-in to this Blazers-Hawks game, and they're showing the highlights, and I see him you know, hitting a garbage-time layup, and I see him hitting a couple free throws, and they post his line. I'm like, wow, 21 points, 11 assists. That's cool. Then they pop up the shooting stats, and he's 4-12 from the field. My like, God, dog. I got to see this kid. So I watch him trot out onto the floor against Portland. Plays about two-thirds of the first half. Wade Baldwin. Wade Baldwin, who's barely in the league, checks this guy for most of the first half. Trey Young's line after they pulled him at halftime, zero points, three assists, three turnovers. He's completely overmatched athletically. Before we call him the past, let's try. What's the Muppet that lives in the garbage can? Is it Grover? Oscar. That's Oscar. 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 Let's call him Oscar for the meantime until summer league is over. (laughs) That's we'll a little mean days. right there. That's mean. <laughs> Robert, when you laugh, when you laugh at your joke that hard, that means it's mean. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, he's I'm garbage. giving him a 10 days of summer league before we call him the past. We'll call him the trash. Oscar. <laughs> the trash. Oscar. No, if you go on, if you go on to ESPN right now. This is how embarrassing ESPN is right now. And if you want to hire us and the show, I forget. Well, hey, all is forgiven. We'll go back and edit 67 shows worth of trash in ESPN. Ah. We'll, we'll invest it. We'll, we'll have Trent invest the time to go edit all of the negative ESPN comments. And, and I'll do it. I'll follow. <laughs> look, right now. I'll, and I'll fall on the sword. And Three y'all can deal. move on without me. I'll get fired. You guys will move on to greatness. <laughs> But all year last year, you were talking ESPN pumping out Trey Young. They like still are. Now they're they're so pot committed. Maybe <laughs> maybe Trey Young will be a better passer than a scorer. If you if you hit ESPN, I'm not kidding, and hit NBA right now, the very lead story is maybe. Check this out. Tell me I'm lying. Trey Young, maybe he'll be a better passer than a scorer. Mm. Why are you going down with this ship? So you brought up with uh, Washington, uh, with Jordan's Washington team. Was it Courtney Lee or Courtney Alexander? I can't Courtney remember. Courtney Alexander. I played on the same court with that dude. Courtney Alexander would shut this dude down and make him go home crying. Why are we still talking about this? I don't. Guy? I don't have a clue. I really, really, really don't. Because what I saw on the court over the weekend was the manifestation <laughs> of everything that I thought was wrong with his game. And I'm going to make a. I'm going to make a point too. Is it's easy to say he needs to get a feel for the game because he's undersized and he's not that athletic. There is no coming back from this. Do you know who the player of the year or the, the the MVP of the summer league was two years ago? Tyus Jones, who is even littler and probably as unathletic. And he came out and wrecked shop in the summer league and then went directly to the end of the bench in the NBA. Yeah. This kid... Had he not been this created phenomenon, had this kid gone to St. Bonaventure 
and been out there and declared as a one uh, a, a one and done, he, he would have gone undrafted. He wouldn't have. I he don't would still be in understand. College. I didn't understand it then. Oh there, no, there's plenty of kids make bad decisions now. I mean, chalk pack full of them. Kids that are undrafted. This kid, for whatever reason, ESPN and ESPN alone initially sunk their claws into and decided we can sell this kid. He is a ratings monster. I, I I will never understand why they chose this kid and why they did this. And folks just got kind of sucked along in the wash. And Atlanta, your front office, are you out of your minds? You cannot possibly tell me if you worked this kid out, if you brought him in and lined him up against the next 30 best legitimate NBA players that were eligible for this draft, that he stood out. There, there just cannot be any rationalization for it. Yeah, but we knew this was going to happen. We did. Yeah, actually, did. I, you, you, you know, guys we said didn't that we did. It was I happen. said all along. I thought that at some point, real talent evalu- evaluation would take over. But it's the difference between the real NBA franchises and these franchises that cannot get the hell out of their own way. And Brandon, you and I have talked a ton over the last couple of weeks about LeBron and LA, Demarcus Cousins to Golden State. We're going to get on that on that that ride. Look at the teams that are at the top of the mountain in the NBA right now. And for the most part, Golden State being the prime example, they don't have any garbage contracts on their books. They don't have Timothy Moskov on their doggone books. They don't have Chandler Parsons on their books for 20-plus million dollars. That's what separates the really good NBA teams from the really bad. And even the good ones. Houston Rockets stuck with Ryan Anderson's deal. Even they got caught up in that whole Dodge City thing. But the Trey Young piece, I'm done with this dude. Well, and, you know, part of that is that if you draft someone, if you're outside of the top three or four, maybe it's five picks, I don't know, you're not paying a lot for the first – the rookie contract. Yeah. So you can gamble a lot, but you just can't be stupid with it. you got to get – you got to tank so bad like the Sixers – that you're getting the number one pick. Right. Right, Robert? And they missed on a couple of those. Right. What what Multiple. was the kid's name from Missouri that dropped the 14? Porter. Porter. I would have taken Porter, injury and all, over Trey Young. Roger that. We'll see you on the other side. You're hanging out with From the Cheap Seats. Check us out on social media at Cheap Seat Radio. You're listening to Krista Lambert and Brandon Adkins on From the Cheap Seats, a production of Cheap Seats Radio. Imagine if I told you that an earthquake was going to hit tomorrow right where you live. That it would be 6.5 in magnitude with aftershocks occurring twice 25 minutes apart. You'd no doubt talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you an earthquake will happen tomorrow. But what if it does? Shouldn't you have a plan? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. When it comes to saving money, don't act like a baby. Goo goo gaga. Be the boss and make a budget. I'm the boss, baby. You're the boss of me. I am the boss of you. Or not. M2. Or not. M2. Need a little help? Aren't you going to do any work? I'm very busy delegating. Create a personalized savings plan. We can share. You obviously didn't go to business school. And get other tools and tips at feedthepig.org. 
Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. When it comes to saving money, don't act like a baby. Goo goo gaga. Be the boss and make a budget. I'm the boss, baby. You're the boss of me. I am the boss of you. Or not. M2. Or not. M2. Need a little help? Aren't you going to do any work? I'm very busy delegating. Create a personalized savings plan. We can share. You obviously didn't go to business school. And get other tools and tips at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Hello, I'm Rob Beckley, lead singer of the band Pillar. I served in the Army Reserve for eight years, and it taught me lessons in teamwork, leadership, and organizational skills that I still use today. Serving part-time in the Army Reserve also offers skill training, money for college, and bonuses up to $20,000. So if you're up to the challenge, talk to your local Army Reserve recruiter today or check us out online at GoArmyReserve.com. You too can be Army strong in the Army Reserve. And now, from Sanford, North Carolina, Krista Lambert and Brendan Atkins. I got money, I got fame, fast cars and everything. Sometimes with this intro, man, I just forget what I'm doing and get in the zone and How'd you guys spend your fourth, Brick? I cooked out at about 8 a.m. along with some adult beverages, which there we go. I was followed by a nap about 4 p.m. Uh, I was at Bridget's, and her family came over, so I did all the cooking. That's nice. I, what, I just, what'd you get? What do you have going on? What were you cooking? What, what are you cooking? Oh, I cooked uh, chicken wings, legs, burgers, dogs, pork chops. So while he was telling that story, I was admiring his shirt because I, I I'm digging the shirt. That's that's one of my colors. It is sort of a UNC blue. I'm a little surprised by that, but I just realized on the sleeve, it's a Feli shirt. I'm bringing it back like Puma. Am I the only person in this building that didn't realize Feli was still a thing, or did you just like buy that ten years ago? I, and no, roll no, it down out? I bought these like uh, three or four months ago. Dude, I gotta I gotta get one. They had them on sale for. Uh, it's like twelve bucks. Shut up! I order. I, I have to order everything. Would you get Amazon? No, um, I don't. I'll I'll find it. Yeah, do it that. Feli. Feli. Oh my Feli's god, Feli's dope, man. And, Dude, and the same email I get. I know you like Puma. They hey. always have Pumas on sale. Shut Never up. Never have my size. I'll send what, you. What one. size shoe do you wear? Like fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Oof. You know, I I gotta go. I gotta commit to actually wearing my Pumas every day. Right. Because I have an extensive collection. I'm not like, not something that would like blow your mind. I mean, I've had people show me, you know, video of their closets right. and stuff. But I, I have a significant number. But I would really, really, really like to. Well, bro, add. after this draft, this year's draft, you might right. get a lot of Puma on on sale. I'm, dude. I'm just trying to figure out. We've been offering our services up to Puma to be a spokesperson for years. No love. Marvin Bagley comes out and they throw him all these millions of dollars. I had forgotten about Fila. Remember I, Giorgio? I, I was not. I was only half being funny. I didn't know Fila was still around. Remember it, Giorgio? You got a case with shirt on They're big in. It's like you, they're big in Europe. That's what they're big here. British knights, BKs, and ponies. 
Got some ponies in your closet. Oh, British Lord. Knights. Do you remember uh, Giorgio Bertini's? Yes. Oh, yeah, unfortunately. Oh, my God. Those were so dope when I was in middle school. <sighs> Those were the days. Yeah. Anyway, Trent, you July know, 4th, what'd you do, man? Oh, uh, we hung out. We were up in the mountains in Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg, We did Tennessee. a little uh, tubing in the morning and grilling all night. Rocky Top. Rocky did you go to uh, Dolly World? Rocky Top, Tennessee. Didn't go to uh, Dolly World now. We I ain't gonna lie, I'm uh, not from Tennessee. I've Dick spent a significant resorts, amount of, of time in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But as far as like state songs go, Rocky Top is kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> really is. No. It's Clemson. better than Kentucky. They sing my old Kentucky home, which is kind of lame. Well, it's better but, than Clemson, too. C L E. You can uh, finish the you know, rest. Here's the unfortunate part. Some of their players can't finish that. Oh! <laughs> No, he didn't. <laughs> this dude. That's a Duke elitist. This dude done lace Trey Young. Oscar the Grouch. You know what? I think it was the contents of that red cup that got me. Trey Young makes you drink a little heavier. <laughs> All right. His game is so bad. <laughs> Brandon, where, where were you for the 4th of July? As if I didn't know. Yeah, we hung out, man. Uh, we did the beach trip one week early because I know how people People get crazy at but, the but, beach. But before you before you finish that that story about the beach trip, this is the same guy that gives Kaplan grief because Kaplan's like rowing to Jackson Hole, going out to Tahoe, going to DC. How long exactly was your Fourth of July vacation at the beach? How long was your weekend? It wasn't Fourth of July. We went, and and my girlfriend picked on how I say July, so I know. I know I'm a redneck, but from the 23rd to the 30th, eight days for that weekend. I, I'm just eight day know. weekend. That's nice. So, so nice. then when we got back, I cooked. Math. I cooked my behind off, bro. I had so much. I had beers. What do you want? Wine? You want box wine? You wanted them bottles? Okay. I had bison burgers. <laughs> I had fish. You name it, hot dogs, you name it. In fact, we just did our very first cheap seats in the downtown Sanford. Yes. You know, we didn't That's get That's got to be at least a monthly thing. That so was did, so cool. We did it was, it was me, Brandon, Trent, Bricky, Willie. Willie. <laughs> Here's an idea. And, and we did Let's a tailgate. Have, I'm sorry, go ahead. Let's have our next one make it fan appreciation. Fan appreciation and have a couple fans come hang out with us. I like that. I can. We do talk that. movies. We talk sports. We yep. eat some food. So Willie was the first one out of the shoot. We'll announce the next one, and, and uh, yeah, we'll invite a couple people out. That'll be cool. Come drink. <laughs> Trey Young will be there mixing your drinks for you. It'll be awesome. He'll All pop right, up so out of a little garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the trash. <laughs> Anything dirty in here, Dusty. Trey, shut up. I need some vodka over here. Oh, my God. Uh, the only funny part about that is that Trent's the only one of us that's not drinking. And I don't know why. Is it the, It's the commute, isn't it? You being responsible? A little bit, yeah. I know. 40-minute go drive. 45. I can Dude, do I got one more day to uh, 
get right back on. I've been on vacation for eight days. I but go you, back to work. You came in today rocking a Three Lions England shirt. Yeah, and you know what? The cool thing about this is I bought this four years ago for the uh, World Cup ah. in Brazil, Psst. and then they didn't even make it to the knockout round. <laughs> so you guys saw... Up. You guys saw that I shot you a picture of my England jersey. Right. Yep. That England jersey is probably 10 years old. I am an England fan through and through, so I'm not a bandwagoner. Not a bandwagoner. Right. I will tell you this, that I was asked. Oh, shoot. I bought mine at Coles <laughs> four years ago. That's pretty cool. It's a That's nice pretty shirt. cool. I, I, first of all, I'm a jersey head. Brandy, you know I got a ton of jerseys. But it is sort of a punchline when people ask, where are you from? My wife and I met in England. I lived in England for a very long time, four years when I was a kid, and grew up a huge England international soccer fan. In fact, Harry Kane, who's the top goal scorer for England in this World Cup, I keep hearing over and over and over again, well, Harry Kane has tied Gary Lineker for the most goals in a World Cup by an England player. I am, like, hoping against hope that England can not only win the World Cup, but that Harry Kane doesn't score and break Gary Lineker's record because Gary Lineker is my favorite soccer player of all time, hmm. bar none. Well, Harry that Kane's nobody, mine. That's the real thing. That nobody knows about. Um, nobody in America, and I think it's fair to say. So, like, so th- this is what I have a problem with, folks. Like, when you put a jersey on or a shirt, you always have to preface it with – I got this four oh, years no, ago no. at Walmart, no, no, no. or I got like I got my jersey back, you know, in oh, England bro, ten on, years ago. Come on, man! That's Can't not... you just be a fan, man? Without well, trying no, to, no, no, no. I, look, no, look you know, it's a big thing with Carolina here in town, the Tar Heels in, in North Carolina. Like the state fans like to go. I got my shirt at NC State because I'm a graduate. You got your Carolina shirt at Walmart. I, I no, guess that's why I'm the wrong person. The I'm the wrong person to be saying that too because you know better than anybody. I got a jersey for everything. Yeah, you're right. You're and right. So, you but, do. but the England, I just want to, I want to tie in because Trent and I talked about this. I don't even know if you were here that week. We really kind of embraced the whole find a team, not the U.S., and pull for in this. And I've been unapologetically England. It wasn't even, didn't take long for me to think of because I'd have been pulling for him anyway. So yeah. I am I'm unbelievably excited that England has a chance to win their second World Cup. I want to hear what you got to say, Robert. You pointed at me when I said I, that. I just want to know what you got, the Carolina short that you wore in Vegas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I told you. I freaking told you. Don't tell that story. But you just didn't listen. Ed, no, JB, you, he told the story about Vegas and the and the Carolina shirt. He right, couldn't help himself, and I told him, I think it's don't a great story. tell the story. It's fine. Yeah, but, but you know what's crazy? Just, it, it was at Walmart in Vegas for the Final <laughs> Four. <laughs> That's the part he left out is that it all happened at a Walmart in Vegas. No, my brother paid $150 for a belt in Vegas. <laughs> You're not Damn. getting anything. You're not getting anything for less than a hundred bucks in Vegas. So the second of the polls that we put up this weekend <laughs> on Twitter was who was your choice of the final four to win the World Cup? And our voters have spoken. 
Croatia comes in fourth at 12% of the vote. Whew, thank God. And this actually has a little while left, so it could change. Croatia comes in at 12%. Belgium chosen third, which is a bit of a surprise because Belgium has become sort of the chic pick. Mm. Our voters, our listeners have England with a 27% chance to win this thing. And really, by a fairly large margin, they like France. And I don't know how much of this you guys have watched. France ain't no joke. Mm-mm. We talk all the time about Americans. Well, not all the time. We talk about it when we don't have anything else to talk about. But the fact that America's best athletes are not playing soccer, by and large. Mbappe from France. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen this kid play soccer, dude, take that soccer jersey off of him and imagine him playing wide receiver or playing running back, linebacker, wherever you want to put this guy on a football field. This is a legitimately supreme athlete playing soccer in the world today who could do any one of any. There's not a sport this guy couldn't be awesome at, and he's 19 years old. He's on a roll like Neymar. Dude. Neymar. Ah. Neymar's a prime example. Neymar's a prime wah, example wah. when you talk about and and I don't want to I don't want to go down the road. Right, Mbappe, South American soccer is dead. I'm gonna say right, that so European soccer Mbappe. has been on their heels for years. This World Cup marks the changing of the guard. So, so Mbappe, Neymar, um Neymar. Why is Neymar? Why are we talking about Neymar? I'm talking about like the top four players in the league in in the world. Well, Mbappe um, probably isn't ranked there. Ne- not before. now. Ronaldo, Not now, but he'll be there. And, He's and Ronaldo Messi, and Messi are still the best three, best two players in the world. Even though they they went out in the knockout round. To put round, it into context, how important Mbappe is. Oh, dude. They just turned down the highest transfer fee in the history yes. of transfer fees. The eighty-eight million they rejected pounds. It. Uh, to Real Madrid, tried to take Mbappe, and they're like, "Nope." This kid is on another the level. The future. Take a look. The opposite. We'll call, You know what we'll call him? Anti Trey Young. <laughs> He's everything that Trey Young is not. <laughs> but here's what I will say. First of all, I do want to kind of hit that and, and hit it over the head. Europe with the Euro Cup, the Champions League, all of these things with all of these revenue generation mechanisms have empowered these clubs to really, really, really create an infrastructure in Europe that doesn't exist anyplace else in the world. And it has now overtaken South America. South America is a distinct second to Europe in terms of soccer in the world. Well, I mean, how many guys, how many teams did they have in the Sweet 16? They had like eight teams, didn't they? Yeah. So. And now you, look at, the, and now you look at the semifinals and it's all Europe. And this is not a blip on the radar. This is not an aberration. We'll finish that on the other side. And I promise we're not going to kill you with soccer for the next half hour, but we will finish up that thought. Crystal Lambert and Brandon Atkins always help me with my draft picks, but I sure wish they would stop hanging out with Zeke Elliott. When I was just a tiny baby, I was stolen from my parents. I was imprisoned in a cramped cage and was touched and photographed completely against my will, solely for somebody's profit. Then I started to grow bigger 
and they locked me away for life. If you knew that was the life of a tiger cub, would you still pay to pet her? Learn how they're exploited through petting and photo ops at cubabuse.com. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career that I could be proud of. At DAV, we're on a mission, helping veterans of all generations get the benefits they've earned. I'm Cece. My victory was finishing my education. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. You're listening to From the Cheap Seats with Chris DeLambert and Brandon Atkins. But if you really want to know what's going on, Professor Trent, they should listen to you and me, Diamond Dave Kaplan. We've got a better grasp on sports, I think. It's astute analysis. Welcome back to From the Cheap Seats. Somehow I just feel compelled to talk about golf now. Kaplan, no. just, just the sound of his voice really very somber very serious pitiful no i mean look you ended that segment talking about soccer right i did so let's talk about soccer for about (laughs) two minutes now you know what i want to talk about i want to talk about greta zanstra who's calling and here here's that this was unscripted greta Hey, what's up? You're on the air. Oh, really? Yeah, really. In your car and like the world. No, you're on the radio. <gasps> oh. So when are you coming back to North Carolina? I'm actually in North Carolina right now. I just got back. So like, when are like, you going like, to come in and do, ago. when are you going to come voice new bumpers for us? Oh, I can do that many of the times. All right, um, cool. When would you like that to happen? The I don't know. Being not in the middle of any day. You're not in the middle of anything. What? No, I'm. In, I just. I'm doing like some uh, kid stuff um, in Cameron, so it can't be like in you know between ten and four, basically. All right. Well, we will definitely get that hooked up. We miss you, and you got to come in, and you've got to voice new bumpers because they're all broken. And okay. Robert Bricky is upset because he's not in any of the promos yet, so we yeah. got to redo them all. Oh, this okay. Is, this is my contract year. I'm getting my lusty voice ready for you. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Well, I'll call you when we get off the air, and uh, we can catch up properly. Okay. Ciao. Bye, guys. Bye. That was bizarre. You done? <laughs> We're doing a show here. You're just catching, up with, you're I, just catching up with friends? No, 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 no. I really, I, we... She needs to come in and redo the bumpers. Here's, as it pertains to soccer, to put a stamp on that. This guy, Please, man. Brandon, let's go. This guy. I mean, he's just a mess, man. But here's what I'll say. How obnoxious are we in the state? We're the best at basketball in the world, right? Our two best players in the MLB are Mike Trout and... Who else? Bryce Harper. Bryce, Bryce Harper's Harper. in 213. What are you talking about? Okay. Yeah. Bryce Harper. He's the best. Second. They don't have actual American football anywhere in the in the world. Nope. So we're like all broken up because we're not one of the best in the world in soccer. I mean, I grew up playing soccer, 
Belgium and Croatia would be an absolute nightmare as a final for America because we got the best athletes in the world. But are we really that upset? No, it wouldn't be a nightmare for America because nobody would watch it. It'd be a nightmare for Fox. I've been watching it, though. I've, been, I mean, I've seen almost every game because it's great timing for me, 10 o'clock in the morning. I'll watch it. Okay, here's, a, here's, here's, here's what I'm going to put forth. Belgium, <coughs> who at present is a soccer power in the world. Is that fair to say? And chocolate. And Belgium dips. Belgium and waffles. Dip. And waffles, yes. They lead the nation. They and lead the world te- in Belgian waffles. Two, two countries that are great at crepes, France and Belgium. They're like little thin pancakes. Yeah, little thin pancakes. Proceed. <laughs> I can't. It's Tim Copas going to call in now and no, here's, interrupt Here's our my crepes. thing, is that Belgium is a powerhouse in terms of soccer internationally right now. Uruguay is another country that is very good at soccer. What's the population of Uruguay? 4,928. That's wrong. Try again. 1.2 million. 12 about, million. About three and a half million. Wow. That's that was closer. Right. Belgium. Belgium has about 10 and a half million people in it. Isn't Belgium a Do city inside of Germany? house of crepes in Belgium? A hot. Well, but, but wait a minute, though. No, but it's probably they probably changed it to something stupid Burgers. like International House of Chutney. <laughs> what? A, what the? I almost swore. Sorry, Bill. What? What is IHOP thinking about, dude? What are you doing? Have you seen the commercials? It didn't. Dude, it didn't change. They've got Did you see? see you don't do Twitter. You're you're not on Twitter or Instagram or the rest of that. They got destroyed by the other fast food restaurants. Wendy's and the rest of them just went to them. It was hysterical. A I laugh a minute. The backlash would make them change it back to IHOP. Well, and they then didn't I start seeing it, the really. commercials. Yeah, Dude. but they didn't change it for real. It was just a promotional skit. No. They are still, no, they are still IHOP. They're featuring six new burgers. Shut up. Yes. No, so all of that is it was a commercial. It was, a, it was all, Yes, I know, but it was all a promotion. So they're not refitting the restaurants no. and all the rest of that. No. It was a genius. It weren't you yes. little ladies no. up no, into a I lather. Just I, I just I, now yes, I don't care. They're still yeah. IHOP. I mean, I, you know what? When we get done here, I'm going to Waffle House just to spite IHOP. That's how I feel about that. Here's my point, guys. Okay. Uruguay, three and a half million people. Belgium, 10, 10 million people. Here's what I propose. Belgium can create one of the best soccer teams on the planet with a population of 10 million. I say that we donate the state of Pennsylvania to soccer. Why Pennsylvania? We just give it to U.S. soccer. Why not give 13 million people in Pennsylvania? If Belgium can do it with a population of 10 million, think what U.S. soccer could do if they had a whole state, Pennsylvania, that's all the kids do. We turn it into one gigantic soccer academy and weed the kids out. We would be a soccer powerhouse in eight years, no, no doubt. I don't think it'd take that long. See? I think we've got the talent. There, oh, there's no doubt that we have the best organizational structure that's killing us right now. I think we just invade Mexico and turn that into a Whoa, soccer. Stadium. That is a great argument for making Build Mexico the 51st state. Trap door on the wall. Pow. 
all these tunnels so, we should build tunnels on road, and they can we come into Arizona. On, well, if it's doctors and engineers, and no, dude, if you're really good at soccer, come on, you're good. Yeah. Or if you don't want to do any, as an American, these people are productive. <laughs> like, I mean, it's easy as Wait, that. Hold like, on. Maybe he just said these people. Maybe the reason why we're separating all these kids from their parents is because we are breeding oh. our own soccer players. Uh, this is a conspiracy. Could that be it? I support the separation of families now. Could it be that those three thousand missing kids were like soccer now prodigies? Yes. Yeah. Now, what? now they're being held. Somebody in needs to check them down at the IMG with Landon Donovan. <laughs> they're training him. Landon Donovan, and who was that 14-year-old kid? Freddie Abu. Freddie Abu. Freddie Abu. They're training these kids they stole from their parents to be the powerhouse of the United States. Dude. Trump, you're a genius. Making America nice. great again. <laughs> Making America great again. Great again. That's what does not that even form. mean? What's great? Wine. Oh. Grape again. Come on, I get with get it. it. I didn't. I, I hadn't heard that. That was on that's, his Twitter that my, bio. That's my platform. On for when I run for Senate. Oh, make America great again is his Twitter bio. Gonna, I looked it up. I almost pooped like myself. He actually updated his Twitter profile. That's what it says, dude. Make America who great did that again. For you? I, I think I did. I was no, you did. I think I did. I had a couple of red cups. I think and I, I did. Was up one night. Nice. I don't know. <laughs> this is the worst hour of our so lives. So I. I d- <laughs> My point is, America, 300 plus million people. But we, we don't can have afford to, be... to give up one state and Bro. just sacrifice that today to soccer Here's and the... be the best soccer powerhouse in the world. Here's the deal, bro. What's we don't that? have to be better at everything globally all the time. Why not? Try, but like, don't get your panties in a wide if we're not the best every four years. Like, I mean, the World Cup happens every four years. We, well, yeah, we we, we're not even ever. in the question for who's the best. We didn't even get in. We are the best, so our women are the best. American our women are women the best. Are the best. And they're also women underpaid in the world. relative to the men. So why can't we hang our hat on that? Well, here we go. We got the best women You don't have in the world. any of South America in. Do you think it ma- matters to people in South America about whether or not they're in the final in the World Cup? Oh, yes, it I does. Think it matters. Okay. And soccer, yes. Dude. Basketball, yes. no. People in Colombia, if they in kick Brazil? it on goal, like, it's like. They get killed. You yeah. get killed, right? Yeah. So it matters to a bunch of a people. Pressure. But, like, hey, man, let's just relax. We got four more years to figure it out. Okay. It's all good. Let Listen. these kids, let's see. Let these kids we stole from their families age a little, and we'll be fine. That's not Listen, cool. We, That's nobody, not Kobayashi <laughs> didn't beat Joey Chestnut. We rule in hot dog construction. Right. And, and you know what? There were a couple years of Japanese dominance That's in the right. event. And then America, Joey Chestnut comes back on the scene, saves the day, and just seems to set a new record every year. And I'm not going to lie. We talk, about, we talk about the Golden State dominance and how it may kill the NBA. I think that Joey Chestnut's dominance has killed the American hot dog contest. contest. I don't even watch you know, it I, bet you, I don't watch anymore either because Joey Chestnut gets destroyed. That's I bet you you can't eat 10 hot dogs in a, two minutes. Oh, in no. two minutes? No. <laughs> no, but you give me 10 minutes and I'll eat 10 hot dogs. You, can eat, you think you would eat 10 hot dogs? In 10 minutes? Oh, There's God. not a doubt oh, in my military mind. Here we bro. go again. Not Golly. a doubt in my military Sounds like mind. Sounds a challenge to me. 
dude, they, they, you didn't said Who the words. Hot dogs. What's that? You got, you got some sausages left in your truck, though. Oh, I got plenty. I got plenty from Fourth of July. Ten hot dogs. Ten, ten hot dogs. Ten minutes. Now, back when I was when I was. I'll finish the thought on the other side. You're listening to From the Cheap Seats on WDCC, WRPR, Ironic Media, and a podcast from the Cheap Seats in the iTunes podcast app. Check it out. You're listening to Krista Lambert and Brandon Adkins on From the Cheap Seats, a production of Cheap Seats Radio. You know what really gets a party started? Indoor baseball. Yeah, just find a broom or a pool cue, and you can use, like, anything as a ball. Cans, bottles, shoes. Hey, bro, toss me that avocado. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Underage drinking and driving, the ultimate party foul. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career that I could be proud of. At DAV, we're on a mission, helping veterans of all generations get the benefits they've earned. I'm Cece. My victory was finishing my education. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. I'm Chris DeLambert. I'm Brandon Atkins. I'm Professor Trent Nichols. Coming to you from the Cheap Seats. All right, welcome back to From the Cheap Seats. As I said before the break, you can hear us on WDCC if you're listening in the central North Carolina area. Wednesdays at noon... Ironic Media, WRPR, Rat Pack Radio. You can hear us there. And uh, you can always go and check out the podcast. On that podcast, I'm getting tired of opening it up and there's no new reviews. It's about time for y'all to get on there and give us a five-star review. And if you don't, I'm going to come to your house and fight you. He's talking to you, Brandon. I'm typing away right now. I don't even know how. I, I, so I can't hold I can't hold him accountable. He's typing away. I'm typing away right now. What, what, what this play here? this show is so awesome. <laughs> and I do want to give a shout out to our friends at Rat Pack Radio. They do their show Wednesday nights from seven thirty to nine thirty. You can check them out ratpackradio.com. Actually, it's ratpacksports.com. I don't want to screw that up. And I've said before. It's one of the two or three best shows out there available on the web. Not as good as ours, but it's really good. In a way, we're like the Rat Pack. I'm like Sammy Davis. You are. You are yeah. like Sammy Davis Junior. Junior. I'm just a little taller. Sammy. Can Davis you dance? Uh, if let me, give me about two more of these. So, if uh, we're the Rat Pack, which which member of the Rat Pack are you? I'm thinking I'm Sammy. Why are you on trying to, why are you trying to take Sammy away from me, man? Know, right? I'm Sammy. Rob being all racist. I mean, are you Jewish? I was once. <laughs> what was, was it, her name? What what, what did a, that entail? It was, long, it was a long weekend. <laughs> all right, so who's the best singer? Oh, I'm it, thinking it, now that right there is Jerry Lewis. 
Trent. Jerry Lewis was part of the rap. Yes, he, he wasn't part was. of the no, rap. Brad Peck. He wasn't part of the rap. It pack. was Frank no. Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis <clears throat> Jr., Peter Lawton, and Joey Bishop. If anybody, I was probably Joey Bishop. I don't even know who Joey Bishop is. Well, maybe we're more like the A-team instead of the Rat Pack. And now, if we're the A-team, I'm B.A. Baracus. Definitely B.A. No, I'm not. What was the Mad Dog? I'm Mad Dog. Trent is the helicopter pilot. Yep. Who does that leave for you? Are you the face man? I think he's face. You know, I don't know. Are you Mr. T? Oh no, no he's Mr. T. Brand uh, got that covered. But you, if if you where you go, James? If if my math is correct, all that leaves for me is Hannibal. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I need a cigar. That's but about I can, right. I can buy that. Well, you know what though? You you could get away. I mean, literally, you could change your name to Hannibal, and people say, "Yeah, you look like a Hannibal." Yeah. See, if we were the Reservoir right. Dogs, I'd be Mr. Blonde. Because he would sing and dance, all of a sudden get crazy and cut your hair off. Was there a Mr. Blonde? Because I thought they were all like colors, colors. No, like Mr. Mr. Yellow, Mr. Red, Mr. No, he's Blue. Mr. Blonde. Mr. Blonde? Yeah. Cool. Matheson. You know who we need in here right now? Dave Kaplan. Willie. We do. Oh, we God. All those movies. Willie just schooled us. He'd have been able to tell us every Reservoir Dog yeah. character there he is. He wouldn't have had to look up the Rat Pack on Wikipedia like me. No, sir. Well, Jerry been. Lewis wasn't part of the Rat Pack. No, no, sir. Are you kidding me? He and Dean Martin were partners. I, I know Lewis and Martin was yeah. the thing. Yeah. But not part of the original core. Hmm. Okay. Come on, man. Get with it. I, if you're going to give all these old, obscure references that the young kids don't even know about right now, at yes. least get your facts straight. All oh. right. So the last of the polls that I put up on Twitter this weekend. It was a long weekend. It was a long weekend. And And – I don't have anything better to do on long weekends. So the last of the Twitter polls that I put up, should the Bulls match Zach Levine's offer from Sacramento yes. for your $78 million? And you I said, said they no. should have. I said Trent no. says no. Bricky, $20 million bucks a year for, no. for Zach Levine. You say no. Well, Chicago said, screw both of you guys. Uh, we're going to do it. And they brought him back. And I, I really don't feel like they had a choice because the deal they cut with Minnesota when they traded Jimmy Butler last year, Zach Levine was the centerpiece of that deal. And to let him walk as a restricted free agent means you really didn't get anything in exchange for Jimmy Butler. Didn't, didn't we just talk about being saddled with bad contracts? Here's the same with Isn't the, that what they're doing now? Well, that depends on your perspective. Zach Levine is an interesting situation. If Zach Levine is healthy for the next four years, it'll probably be $19.5 million per year well spent. The question with Levine becomes his health. The kid's only 23 years old. He is coming off an ACL. He came in the second half, had a nice run with the Bulls. I like Levine a lot. I like his game. He's one of those guys. I remember when Kobe Bryant was all about him when he was in Minnesota and said, give me, you know, give me a little bit with this kid. I'll make him into a superstar. I've always thought he had that type of talent because you're talking about a kid with unbelievable athleticism. Post-ACL, he came back and showed, I'm good, but you're always wondering, is he going to hurt himself again? Right. So if he hurts himself, this is going to be a contract that destroys Chicago, point blank. If he's healthy, I think his floor is so high, it will never be a horrible contract. This can't turn into 
a Chandler Parsons, Ryan Anderson type. Joe Kim Noah. Joe Kim Noah. So well, I love what I, he said, though. Chicago was in a tough spot, and I think Chicago's perfect world was that somebody was going to offer him fourteen or fifteen million a year. Sacramento was like, you know what? We had a legit two. We've got a nice little squad down here, and I actually posted. I sent to you guys yep. a perspective, you know, perspective lineup of De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald, Zach Levine, Harry Giles, Marvin Bagley the third. Oh God. That's fun. And you're talking about a group of kids, nobody's over 24 years old. Right. Buddy Heald would be your elder statesman in that lineup. That would be crazy. You have to subtract Levine. He's out of that mix now. Um, I do want to say real quickly, I really, really, really like what Sacramento's got going on down there. I've watched a little bit of Harry Giles in the summer league. I want Harry Giles to like jump off the screen at me and show me I'm going to be the rookie of the year. I don't see that yet, but I do see a contributor. I see a rotational player. Bagley, I love Bagley's work rate on the boards. I love the fact that a guy of his size and stature is up and down the floor as quickly as he is. The one concern I have with him, that shot takes forever to develop. I'm worried about jumper is nice, but it takes a long time. Bricky, where do you see Bagley year one? I gave him the official pump your brakes nomination. I can't. I didn't identify. know you could do that to a fellow Blue Devil. I can. Oh wow! I have carte blanche. I I I don't see one thing that I can identify to say that's its go to thing, be it a move or a shot or an ability. I just don't see it, and. I don't know if he'll get there the next two or three years. One thing I don't like, he can't block shots, which is an issue of timing and getting off your feet quickly. So if he can't do that, he can rebound, but I just – I don't think that's going to be enough. Like, he's got to be able to score. They drafted him to be a throw him the ball – Get me a bucket guy. They did. And I don't think he's going to be that. So okay, two and shoot. Two. You know who can block shots, right? Mr. Carter is showing that he can block. Vince shots. Carter? Wendell S- Carter Jr. But I didn't know Vince Carter was still playing. So, Robert, right. but are, wait, you, wait, wait. are you saying that Coach K didn't develop him well enough in his freshman year well, at Duke? No, I'm not saying that because you only have a kid for six months. How much can you develop it? And he was well, hurt. That's, that's what that, I'm worried that, about. Is he injury ridden? He's hurt already again. That's probably my question. He's and, hurt and it's half a matter, Duke season. Well, but wait a minute. Don't 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 overreact because it's a question of you know. Okay, well they decided to have an MRI on the groin. Is it anything? If it is, that is a serious concern because I mean the guy's been banged up before, and he's one of those athletes that doesn't look sturdy. Right. You know what I mean. I'm not going to, you know, he's not a Greg Oden type where you like that body just doesn't make sense and it's not going to hold up. But he's not a kid that's shown himself to be sturdy. You know, I look at Aiton and I'm like, God, all those muscles, that dude, you know, he well-proportioned, whatever the case might be. But here's, I'm going to say two things about Bagley. And you can chastise me if you like. You are completely entitled because I have played in zero Final Fours. Bagley, I'm going to bet you, Robert Rickey, right now, I bet you that Marvin Bagley, barring an injury, finishes in the top ten in the NBA in rebounding this year. You gonna take that bet? Can, can we accept wagers on over the year? Write that down. Yeah. I will. It's the second I will hour, dude. We can do whatever we want. Wager. 
All right, you accept that wager. The second thing that I'll say is Bagley, his short-term impact offensively, is going to have a great deal to do with where they play him and how they deploy him in the offense. Brandon and I have been talking about Bagley a lot, and he is on full-on on the Wendell Carter Jr. bandwagon. If the Kings play Bagley at the five as a center, it'll be a, I'm not going to say disaster. It will be ineffective. It will neutralize what he does well. If they play him as a stretch four, he'll be one of the best three or four stretch fours immediately in the NBA. I will accept that wager too. Well, that one's not a, that one's not possible to measure, but I think the rebounding, yes, I'm is. telling you right now, I really feel Bagley year one will be top ten in the NBA in rebounding. Okay, so we have a wager. What's, what's the what's the uh, prize? You, you, dealer's choice. Okay, you tell me. Uh, did you write that down, Trent? I did. Oh, you know, trust I mean, me, I'm, I'm, I did. Those of you that are out there that are paying attention know that I'm in law school now. So right now, one of my first classes is contracts, and I've been soaking that in so that I understand what a real offer is and what a real contract is so i'm telling you from a i say soon to be lawyer one of these days to be an attorney i'm going to put you in position to make the offer so you set the terms i'm okay with whatever conditions you put out there i'll think of something all right and while we're talking about that the last time we made a wager i don't think you fulfilled the terms of the contract well, I, I don't think you actually pulled off what you... you, you I know, you, I'm with you. You initially said with 10 you. tacos. That's what he said. I'm with you. And then you did six. You do realize that it's committed to tape. We have you the said audio transcript. Our original conversation was that I could easily eat 10 tacos in two minutes. Trent? And then... And then it got down to six somehow. You did say it. And then, on top of that, the only... <laughs> Way Chris tried to prove the eight as many tacos as he said he did, he had to dig back through. There were the six bag. empty wrappers. It, he <laughs> had to did, dig. What do you back. think? I created what? a wrapper. He had to we'll dig back you through the up in your pocket from at Taco Bell. Yeah, he had to dig all the way back through the bag and pull out all these wrappers. Like, see, I did this. Trent's look. He's shrugging this. Everybody in the wait room agrees so with me right, right now. Wait a minute. So you're gonna make me eat six tacos again? Yeah. Oh no. You originally you originally said ten. Yeah, you did. Chris. We've proven that it's like a physical impossibility to eat ten. That's in, what in my point minutes. was. For you <laughs> For you for, who can eat ten of them in two minutes? You guys saw the pace at which I ate those tacos. Yes. And it was impressive. I gotta admit, like so I had a huge Robert, speech. my first action as a as a licensed attorney in the state of North Carolina is gonna be sue your ass. The statute of limitations on a basketball card. I don't know, but I'm gonna find out tomorrow. I gotta say this: I had a bunch of a bunch of my daughter had a sleepover with about a gazillion girls, and they wanted soft tacos from Taco Bell (laughs) this past weekend. (laughs) And I gotta tell you about that on the other side, I guess. Oh, you're listening from the Cheap Seat. Check us out on social media at Cheap Seat Radio. You're listening to From the Cheap Seats from Sanford, North Carolina. I was stolen from my parents. I was imprisoned in a cramped cage and was touched and photographed completely against my will. 
solely for somebody's profit. Then I started to grow bigger, and they locked me away for life. If you knew that was the life of a tiger cub, would you still pay to pet her? Learn how they're exploited through petting and photo ops at cubabuse.com. Hey Clarice, can we please put on the new Justin Bieber album? Hold on, Dad will be mad if we don't listen to From the Cheap Seats. Welcome back to From the Cheap Seats. Welcome back to From the Cheap Seats. And sometimes during the break, there's funny things that happen. And then there's some things that are just bizarre. And during the break, Trent picked up one of Robert's shoes off the ground and looked at it as if he had found gold. I thought he was about to drink out of it. <laughs> what the? What had just happened? It's the fountain of youth. Hey, man, they're big shoes. Sip from the golden slipper. I think I, I almost thought for a second Trent was pondering. <laughs> what do they say about guys with size 15 shoes? I don't know what just happened, but you looked at that shoe like you had never seen a shoe before. Not that big. Okay. Are you okay over there? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, really? <laughs> okay. okay. I we, mean, I'm not going to lie. From over here, that doesn't look like it's out of outside of human proportions. Yeah. You know I what mean, I mean? Now, as it gets closer to me, I'm like, that's a big-ass shoe. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not a small guy. That's true. So. That's true. And, and when right. I see you listed at 6'4", six, six, I'm five. like. Are you? You're not I'm six, six five. five. No, Bricky, I'm afraid you're not six five. I'm you're six, six four. Five. I'm like ten tacos, six five. <laughs> On the tacos, though, I've been accused now of being a liar. No, so that, here's that the deal. Disturbs no, me. Your, your your taco title is like Carolina's titles. It's oh. paper, like paper classes, oh, paper titles. Damn. There we go. <laughs> wow. I see you. Look, the liquor I was trying flows to, on this dude. Ain't no tell what's gonna come out of his. Body. I was trying to give y'all respect because I had my daughter have a sleepover and I got twenty soft tacos from Taco Bell, and I thought I gave them out. They ran off. I had a bag of ten, and I thought on the DL, I'm gonna see what this is all about. And I couldn't finish. I had like three, and I wanted to go <laughs> to my bedroom. Uh, I'm, I'm, telling I can't, no joke, I'm not huh? an eater, man. Yeah. You know? I mean, to eat six in two minutes is impressive. But not impressive enough to get my basketball card no, that you were supposed to deliver. Yeah, but you didn't do it, though. I think. Oh, my you, God. If you go back to the tape. I bet you there's a taco wrapper in his pocket now. <laughs> if you go back to the tape, it was a. About five and a half, you looked like you're. we might need to take you okay, it was bad. to the hospital. It was bad. And then you started digging into the bag and finding wrappers yeah. and stuff. I'm like, I don't know, man. We might have to do that again. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I think we need to All right, so let me, let, me, let me be 100% clear. That sounds like a Ponzi scheme. Let me be 100% clear. Because this is all that matters to me. I want... A signed Robert Bricky okay. basketball card up in this joint. Well, you got to earn Anybody's it. Anybody that's ever been in here knows we got a lot of memorabilia. That would be the crowning piece, would be that signed Robert Bricky card. So, here's what here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> this, this is gonna We're going to do this with a crowd off the air 
at Libations. You guys name the Wednesday evening and in advance of trivia with the whole world to watch. I'm go- y'all put seven tacos down in front of me. How many? Seven. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. Seven. All right. And I'm going to eat six whole ones and at least a little bit of that seventh one in two minutes. Guaranteed. Wait a minute. Don't like emphatically say seven tacos. No, 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 no. And say at least a little doubt. bit of. So that there is no doubt there will be seven tacos laid out. So that everybody can count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm going to eat six and at least why a bite eat, of the other one. Why not it. eat all seven, man? D- dude, did you bring it? You're the same cat that just said you couldn't do three. Don't tell me my business down. I don't, I don't go out there and talk about how much I can eat, though. Can we get have security check you for rappers prior to yeah, the Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, we need that's to pat what I want. Him I, want. Down. I want everybody to see. No sleight of hand. No magic tricks. No David Blaine joints going on. I'm going to lay them out. I'm going to eat them. And you're going to deliver on your promise. It was like this, Robert. And if you don't, I'm going to sue you. Hey. Oh, I found two more rappers in here. I think I found it. Yeah, I did six. It ain't easy. All right. It ain't easy. You know, it's hard. It's real in the streets. Y'all want to talk sports? <laughs> Just ask Willie. <laughs> Your choice for our top four rookie of the year candidates, NBA 2018 Don't Don't even, don't wow. even front. I think if you don't put him on the list, nobody else is gonna. Okay, I got two. You get one. No, I get two. My name's on this show. <laughs> you got a rapper in your pocket? You can find an extra. Hold one. on. <laughs> I think if I drink enough in here, I can get a second choice. <clears throat> All right, here, here I go right now. Here I go. I here think I go. Here I, here I, here I go. Rookie of the year, Aiton's the. The like the no duh, he's gonna get all these feeds down to him on the low post. My two picks are Wendell Carter Jr. and Kevin Knox. Those are my two picks. Bet nobody else is gonna do it. Don Kitch, I mean, I'll believe it when I see it. Right. Everybody, we're 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 trashing Oscar the Grouch. Oh, but we right. haven't even talked about the fact Donkage didn't even play him in the summer. Bro, if you All saw, we have is Mark Cuban's word. I, w- I, w- I, was, uh, I came home and watched ESPN highlights, and I was like, why is Vince Carter wearing a Kevin Knox jersey dunking the way he is? And this fool at Kentucky can shoot threes, too. Like, in summer league, this guy's leaving two. He's doing Robert Bricky stupid stuff. Two two feet way beyond the arch, flushing it two-handed on people. It's stupid. Trent Nichols, you are the show's ombudsman. If you I don't are, even know what that is. You're our conscience. We got weed. Okay. <laughs> I know. I was like, Fuck. You are the historian and the so conscience. Wild. Prior to the draft, what two players did I say would have the most impact in the NBA? Well, no, you said that Kevin Knox would be rookie of the year. If Kevin Knox. He was a Charlotte. Yeah, Hornet but I told you Kevin Knox would be the real deal. Kevin Knox and Bagley, to me, are the two best players in this draft. Anyway, yeah. who is your selection? And if you say Robert Williams, I'm going to come across this table. Anyway. Nah. Who are no. you as your selection for our, for our four 
poll entries. And we have to may have to narrow this down because you just threw a wild card in the mix. I, I mean, I'm going to go with DeAndre. Okay, you're going with eight. But No, fair enough. I mean. You don't have to justify Knox, that he was the first player no, taken. But Knox, the summer league. I mean, to me, the summer league's garbage, dude. What? Yeah, really? Playing it, yeah. Oh, it's not, it is it's not showing anything. Dude, I want Trey Young to go against a surly veteran. Trent, I want Grayson Allen to do this against a surly Trent, veteran. Gonna, uh, this is I'm like gonna, watching an all-star team of college kids. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna make this suggestion to you. Yeah. And this is for real. Because this is kind of what I do. Turn the sound off and watch the games. And I'm going to tell you, what jumps off the screen at you is not going to have anything to do with what the ESPN commentators are talking about or the NBA network commentators. I promise you that because they've got these, I don't even think they're watching the game and they've got these talking points and they're just going on and on and on about whatever, whoever the name player is in it, whatever the case might be. But if you look, you're like, Oh damn, try that. Well, maybe. And yeah, see what maybe you think. that's, but, but you think, so you're, you're saying DeAndre, even, I'm going to stick with Deandre, but man, I enough. would not be surprised if Kevin Knox was. I'm going to say watching him right now. I'm going to say something about Aiton. And I didn't I think watch him Aiton in college. goes 16 and 12 this year, and you can write that down in stone. I think it's a given. I think that's what you get from him. It's somewhere around that, 16 and 12. If he's averaging a double-double, then he's going to win rookie of the year. Really? Yes. Be careful. You might want to look at 12? stats. Go look and see what John Collins averaged last year. Uh, and you know, nobody even knows what his name is. Go ahead. He wasn't the number one pick. I'm trying to say somebody other than Aiton, but he's in a situation he's going to play right away. Mm-hmm. He's going to be an impact player, and he doesn't have to be a go-to guy. His impact will come from blocking shots and rebounding, and he'll get 12 to 16 points. Bomba. So he'll be <laughs> an impact guy. I'm just trying – I didn't want to go with him. Mo Bamba. Are you, you, you're not really about to do this. What? You're about to invoke a guy who's going to play eight minutes a night. Who? Mo Bamba. No, I'm not going to say Bamba. Oh, okay. No, no, no. He's going to Carter Jr. I'm trying not to say Aiden, but I don't know. See, I I haven't watched Kevin Knox enough. I don't know. I know you really like him. Are you saying Carter Jr.? No. Who are you saying? I don't know. You can't say Bagley because you just trashed him. I'm not going to say Bagley. All right. I I know it's not Oscar the Grouch. But I didn't want to give the easy pick. I pick a player, Robert. Fair enough. Uh, maybe Grayson Allen. Who was the number ten pick? I'll look it up. Who went at ten? I well, eleven was Charlotte. They took Miles Bridges. Oh, you're picking Michael was, Porter Jr., aren't you? No, no, nah, that's at fourteen. And Porter Porter Jr. Think, yeah, I st- that'd I be like cute, game, but that's not yet. Yeah, he's he's gonna have to get well. Mikel like, Bridges was traded to the Suns. He was drafted ten by the Sixers. Speaking of which, I watched Bridges play the other night. He's nice. Right. He's nice. And I'm, what's funny? It it's interesting how my perception of players doesn't always jive with others. And it's interesting because you and I had this conversation. We were talking about Wendell Carter. And I said, Wendell Carter to me was a little doughy. And you were like, no, 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 no. And I go back and watch his tapes, and I'm like, mm, yeah, he's a little doughy. And now he comes back into camp, he's a little bit fitter, and he admittedly says the reason I was you know, slow at Duke, I put on 15, 20 pounds. Mikael Bridges is one to me. I don't remember him being this lean when he was at Villanova. And I'm watching him play in the summer league, and I'm like, wow, that's – 
athleticism I never saw from him at Villanova. It's kind of weird how, how these guys go. But Bridges was not your pick. No. Who? Go, run down the top ten real quick. You have DeAndre Ayton, Marvin Bagley, Luka Doncic, Jaron Jackson, Trey Young, Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter, Colin Sexton. I'm going to go Knott, with Jaron Jackson. Man, Mikel Bridges or have you seen Jaron Jackson yet? Yes. Shahai Gallagher-Gris Alexander. All right, we'll see you on the other side. we got about half an hour left. I don't even remember what segment we're in. You're listening to From the Cheap Seats. Check us out on social media at Cheap Seat Radio. You're listening to Krista Lambert and Brandon Adkins on From the Cheap Seats, a production of Cheap Seats Radio. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, and of course, companionship. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. Fantastic cat. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Hello, I'm Rob Beckley, lead singer of the band Pillar. I served in the Army Reserve for eight years, and it taught me lessons in teamwork, leadership, and organizational skills that I still use today. Serving part-time in the Army Reserve also offers skill training, money for college, and bonuses up to $20,000. So if you're up to the challenge, talk to your local Army Reserve recruiter today, or check us out online at GoArmyReserve.com. You too can be Army strong in the Army Reserve. You're listening to From the Cheap Seats with Chris DeLambert and Brandon Atkins. You may not like your seats, but you'll love the show. So, I, I you know what? Bricky normally sits in that seat, Trent. Yeah. However, when it comes to negotiating, I want you to be my agent, not Bricky. Why? And then I, I feel bad saying that. I am a former real estate broker. Brandon is a current real estate broker. Yeah. Bricky is a financial representative. So all of us have had agency type titles. Yeah. I want you. Why? Because well, you're like three hours. And and you had me convinced. I was like, did I really like say that? Because I don't remember that. You're like, yeah, yeah, we're, we did three hours. Two weeks. Yeah. Congratulations, all so of our Derek, listeners out there. Three weeks. Derek, Tony, Two weeks. Bill, we're doing three hours, and we don't really care if you like it or not. And you know what? Brandon, I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah. Are you? Here's your three hours. Take it or leave it. Right. You're, we're doing three hours. And you know here's why? One, more way, here, yeah. one, one way or the other, as many of our listeners as not come from the podcast anyway, I think they deserve a third hour. Why? I mean, there's so much that we don't get to. If you get three hours out of your week, you deserve it. We deserve it too. We deserve to give it to our fans. <laughs> no, but our what fans you said, deserve it, that. It's funny what you said because every week I hear from people and they're like, well, why didn't y'all talk about this? And I'm like, well, shit, we meant to, but we just didn't get to it. And. You know what? I like three hours. I'm down. Dude, if I America mean, has you done? to... You down? Because you're the busiest of everybody here, I think. You got a million things going on. You talking about Trent or me? You. Are you? Um, Trent's got like two days out of the week where he's like, I can do whatever I want to. I'll just say, y'all are welcome. We're giving you... This is... 
This is bonus time right here. Dude, you're welcome. You know what, Brandon? If me and you have to sit through 20 hours a week of Wingo and Golick, Dude. America deserves to have three good hours of sports talk. You know what's funny that you say that is I called him the other day and said, I didn't think I'd ever say this, ever. I miss Mike Greenberg. Yes, I have for about a month. And and it's nothing against Trey Wingo. And and it's hard for me to even qualify this because I hate ESPN the way I do. But it's not Mike Golick by himself. It's not Trey Wingo by himself. It doesn't work. Nope. And Golick and Greenberg, there was a magic there that they captured. And they rode that train for years and years and years. And yes, what made the show the best was their their call list. I mean, they could get anybody on but, that show. But Greeny actually drove the show a lot better. Absolutely. Than, and now it just kind of seems dis, disguddled, dismuddled. It really does. I'm and waiting for got, Mike Jr. to step up and maybe take over for somebody. Well, here's but, what Brandon said. And I'm, I'm not trying to put words into his mouth, but he's looking on the internet right now. Brandon yeah, hit listen. it on the head. Wingo, when you put him at a table with six or seven or eight or ten people, Wingo is as good a moderator as there is. He's great. I'll give him props. But him trying to prop up 30 minutes on the hour of a show, it didn't work. Well, to be honest with you, besides Stephen A. Smith, I think oh, God. Will Kane. Is the oh, best guy. come on! No, he's the best guy on ESPN. Come on, man! Yeah, Will no, King. Bomani Jones. I Give me Bomani Jones every well, day of the Bomani week. Bomani now on is on that TV show, Afternoon or something like that. I don't know what it well, is. Uh, wait a minute. I say that. Is Bomani on ESPN or Fox? Yeah, no, he's on ESPN. He's Okay, ESPN. now Will Kane. First of all, I got to get a love because he's a fellow Ross Knight. And you guys give me shit about where I'm from. Austin's where I went to high school. That formed me in terms of sports. Andy Pickens, if he ever heard this show and gave me positive feedback, that would make my life. Andy Pickens used to write for the Houston Post. He was my absolute idol in high school. This is what I wanted to do. I thought you were born in Belgium and grew up part of the time in Croatia. Actually, I was not born in Belgium. However, I did spend several years in the former Yugoslavia dealing with Croatians. No, what I'm saying about Will Kane, Will Kane to me is Stephen A. Smith light. Because the days when Will Kane wants to engage and have a real conversation, I'm all for it. When he comes on and he goes all Colin Cowherd, and wants to shock with his take, I'd just as soon wash my hair. Now, he is an Austinite, so he's got a special place in my heart. But to say he's the best on ESPN, to me, Bomani Jones, that's St. Bomani. Okay, can I say who yeah, my favorite sure. on ESPN is by far? Stu Gods. If you well, that's good. That's good. If if, if we were going to replace Trent with anybody in the whole world, who would it be? I will put a show together between Stugatz, Sarah Spain, 
and Mike Greenberg, and it would be the best show Ooh. you've ever heard. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It would be so, so much better than Michelle Beadle and Jalen Rose if they could have oh. Stu Gods, Greeny, and Sarah Spain is phenomenal. Sarah Spain is really, really good. Really but good. Michelle Beadle and if Sarah is like Spain really was sitting in that chair right now, this would be the best show ever. Oh, yeah. Perfect. If, I think, but wait a minute. But at but, the same but, time, let me go if, back. Stu Gotts, if Stu Gotts was sitting in that chair right there, who would have to go? I don't know. <laughs> but here's what I'll say. And I'm not, I'm not just trying to make it a point for all these female broadcasters, personalities, and stuff like that. Sarah Spain is really good. She needs her own show. She knows everything that she's talking about. She's like super... I don't want to say she's super intelligent because that sounds like she's she's kind of easy. That on the is eyes. kind of condescending. But she is like good at what she does. Everything that she does is good. Every time I hear her on the radio, <laughs> it's good. And so don't genderize it. But, to but say but, she's but, the best. No, she no, is. She's not I mean, the best. Ah, no, 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 she's no, not the she's, best. She's no, she is. It's I think okay. she's it's one of the best. It's okay to genderize it because as far as the women. They're out there on Front Street right now. I've put Sarah Spain up against anybody. But there are still half a dozen guys that I like better. Stu Gatz, John Wiener is top freaking shelf. I'm, I'm worried that Stu Gatz is becoming too much of a care. He's trying too hard. I think he's in the oh, last, I think within in the the confines, two years now. Within the confines of the Dan Lebitard show, I, I agree 100%. Now, what I thought was going to happen with Mike and Mike is that they were going to be replaced with Mike Jr. and Stu Gatz. And I was really excited about that because I thought that Stu Gatz would get back to being John Wiener and have that experience because John Wiener is great. Stu Gatz is a character that's been created. And now the new shtick is, you know, the Stu Gatz is strong within you, whatever. I'm, I'm tired of it already. Spain is very, very, very good at what she does, and she happens to be a woman. I think it's fair to lump her in with the rest of the cats that are out there. Bro, you bring a good point. Mike Golick Jr. with Sarah Spain and mixing someone here or there Who into keeps this. Beeping? It's me. <laughs> Sorry, I mean this happened. We're all even on like accusingly, and he's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you you put Mike Golod Jr. and Sarah Spain and mix in a number of these guys like Bamani Jones, but Sarah Spain is like solid. I you know, agree. Freddie Coleman and uh, Ian Fitz are pretty good too. I listen. I mean, I listen to a lot of the late night guys driving home from work. They're not bad. I mean, they're actually pretty good. There's some good stuff out there. The problem is that prime time, when you look at it, when you look across the dial, I'll give you Fox Sports for as an example. You've got Nick Wright and Chris Carter. Dude, that's money. Nick yep. Wright is awesome. Chris Carter, for as much as I hated him on TV, on the radio seven days a week, He's Chris dope. Carter's dope. But then, who do they pass the baton to? Shannon Sharp. And your boy. 
Skip Bayless. Get that's the your worst show punk in. asses off my radio. It's the worst show that's ever put been oh put on TV. God. And they do and they do the the TV show basically for radio. It is a vacuum of knowledge. They are two idiots with a microphone in front of them. And I, you know what, Skip Bayless? Come on in and I'll say it to your face. Shannon Sharp, you might be 6'4", 6'5", 260 pounds. I'll say it to your face too. It's horrible. Well, I, I think this is what needs to happen is that Skip, ba- Skip Bayless made his career on the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. right? Mike Greenberg made his career on the Chicago Bulls. Stop, like, riding the coattails and, like, they but, keep but promoting all these it, people. They keep promoting all these non-media guys. They're media guys, but they, they keep promoting them and just riding them way over until they jump the shark. Like, Skip Bayless. Here's the thing with Bayless. Bayless, back in the day, <laughs> back in the Dallas media, Skip Bayless was a bomb thrower before it became sexy to be a bomb thrower. And that's what he made his livelihood on. Why these network executives thinks that that guy all by himself is enough for me to tune in is beyond me. And it shows how out of touch they are. Skip Bayless can swing from my nuts. And I mean it. It's a horrible radio program. You so you've got Bayless that and might be Shannon sh- Sharp. That might be a short trip. <laughs> don't don't bet on that, brother. Bayless and Sharp. And then you turn over to Mad Men or Mad Dog Radio and they've got Mad Men in the morning. Dude, I basically you have to take off in the morning until Dan Levitard comes in. <coughs> and it's ridiculous in this day and age of all this force fed media that you can't find anything good on at any particular time but it's crap yeah it's not good man especially like you're you're so shook over the whole swinging from my nuts no when you have to swing from the 10 o'clock hour on your nuts all the way to the (laughs) top of the 12 o'clock hour then that's a long way to swing that's not good America, are you the ready for three hours of this? I'll swing three, on your nuts. Three hours of swinging on Chris's Did, nuts. You know what? We add a third hour, and this is what happens. I don't care. And they're wrinkly. I, I'm, and they're I'm, old. I'm, I'm right, no so longer afraid of if the you have FTC. To put, if you have to put two ESPN people together Tim, to you make get a show. six hours of this a, 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 new, a brand new show. Brand new show. Trent. Six hours of this wait, a week, wait, wait, Tim. What's the time slot? I, it doesn't matter. No, Just no, no. Give me a time slot. Um, I will say um, we just went off. What's the time slot? Okay. I Okay, if I had to put together my own show, yeah, I'm doing what he said. Greeny, John Wiener, Sarah Spain. Oh, I'm going a completely different direction. That's mine. I'm going, I'm going Stugatz. John I'm Wiener, winning an Emmy. Give me, give me John Wiener and give me Bobani Jones together in the morning from six to nine. Boom! I own the dial. There is no doubt. 
Sarah Spain would be a, a great second choice to plug in for either one of those cats. But Sarah Spain, I'm telling you, if you take away the fact that she's a woman in that equation, she's not in the conversation. We'll finish up on the other side. You'll listen to From the Cheap Seats. Check us out on social media at Cheap Seat Radio. You're listening to From the Cheap Seats from Sanford, North Carolina. Everyone deserves a decent place to live. Everyone. Kiramutu. Todos. Decent shelter is something we all need to thrive. Through shelter, we empower. Visit Habitat.org to donate today. My name is Forrest, Forrest Gump. My mom always told me you don't have to sit down close to see the action. Sometimes it's better from the cheap seats. And that's all I gotta say about that. Welcome back to From the Cheap Seats. Alright, welcome back to From the Cheap Seats. I'm Kristen Lambert. Brandon Atkins, Professor Trent Nichols, <laughs> hanging out. DJ Slep Rock. Got to give you love because you showed up and yeah. saved the day. Tim Copas, you are the man. From a, henceforth, apparently, it'll be three hours at a time. Now, the funny part about that is, is that the first time out of the gate with three hours instead of two, I may not be a part of. No, it's in two weeks. Oh. So not next week. Not next week. Not the week after. No, not next week, the week after. <laughs> So premiering, let me get the date straight. All right, let me yeah, talk yeah, to let me make sure. So uh, not the eleventh, not the eighteenth, but the twenty fifth. Starting on the twenty fifth, you've get three hours of from the cheap seats with Chris DeLambert, Brandon Atkins, Robert Bricky, David Kaplan, and the Professor Trent. Wasn't that a lot smoother when it was just from the cheap seats with Chris DeLambert, Brandon Atkins? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's like <laughs> But right, that might be the same the thing. On the is, 25th. All right, so July 25th, we're going to move to three hours. Now, here's what needs to happen. Because on the air, you were like, yeah, you talked to Derek about that. Yeah, you talked to Tony about that. I, none of those happened. Yeah. Are you you're willing to admit that that never happened? Yeah, no, it never happened. So, I don't, why so do I care about those guys? <laughs> that's an excellent question. We so, are helping them out. We're on their radio. So if we want to do three hours, we'll do three hours. I... I I would think it's fair to say if we want to do seven hours, it's incumbent upon us to just do it because it's better than anything anybody else could possibly be listening to. I'm sorry. To. The last time I checked, I don't get any money from these guys. Okay. But here's the question. I am unavailable. So you're going to take this up with the program directors for... All of the above mentioned outlets. I am sure that they will be very excited and begging for more. <laughs> so, wait a minute. Just so that we understand, because as I said earlier in this show, I am a law student now. I got all kinds of freaking knowledge. Yeah. You're starting to sound like David Glenn over there, man. <laughs> I'm like, I, I like, I like, spent a lot of time as a lawyer. Now I, I can't say Star it. Jones, but Star I want Jones, to make sure that I'm clear. a lawyer. Star I'm a Jones. lawyer. Jesus, Star Jones, really? Yeah. Was he on the case? Huh? Star Jones. She was. The fact of the matter is, gentlemen, is that this show has been going on for over a year. Yes. We have. 
talked to the people. They want more. We could do two shows a week, but right now we're doing three hours. If right. Iconic Radio is not in, we'll put it somewhere else. I right. don't say that. I can dig it. If I love the tricks like what? If the Rat Pack doesn't want it, then I mean there's plenty of streaming sites that All would right. love to have us. So and, three and, hours a week starting on July twenty like fifth. Like Boom. you said, Boom. A, a significant portion of our listeners come from the podcast. So I'm down. Brandon, you down? Three hours. Heck yeah, man. The BS right, report. Bro. I could listen to a four hour podcast on his. Who? Bill Simons. You know what? I really like Bill Simmons. So do I, I really do. That's one of the podcasts, one of the few podcasts that I go out of, my, out of my way to listen to. But you know what I think every time I listen? Huh. Still ain't as good as us. Well, maybe the, the ringer will pick us up after we do our three hours. Wouldn't that be cool? You know? Whatever. Uh, you know, I'd like to do what people do on TV and be like, call your cable providers and tell us to <laughs> don't pick us up. No. What you need to do is share the podcast on social media, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever the case might be, turn more people onto the show. We do okay now, but we'd love to be able to be in everybody's ears every single week. Right now, you can pick the show up on radio, WDCC 90.5, Wednesdays in Central Carolina at noon. Ironic Media, WRPR, Rat Pack Radio, or via the podcast. We want to be in your ear holes. Like, all the sports stuff that you're hearing, <laughs> Tim's cracking me up. All the stuff that you're hearing from the big, you know, box ESPN, they're wrong. Here, you get Anytime the Anytime they open their mouths and say, Trey Young, they're, they're wrong. They're like, Trey Young and then LeBron James. <clears throat> Dude, we're like pouring your ear holes full of sports knowledge. <laughs> And it's not even, this is sports knowledge for the everyday man. That's what I'm talking about. You know, we're not preaching the propaganda of what Disney wants us to say. And like, It's not just that it's, the, that it's the sports knowledge of man. We like women, too. It's the sports <laughs> knowledge of America. We love we love that. We, we love the women. We love the women. And Tim in Cummins fact, we is like in the there. women like, more than we like the men. What kind of producer... Is back there spring cleaning. Like, Tim Copas is back there, like, wiping computers and, you know, soundboards down. But you Dude, know why? Because he He's hasn't like, been in the studio for eight weeks. In here right now, <laughs> she's going to freak out because there's dust on top of the monitors. Dude. I, like I said, we like the ladies even more like than we like the men. That's It's just fact. So three hours is what you ask for. Three hours is what you get. Eventually, we will get this animal to the point where it's seven days a week, nationwide. Four hours live. a day. You want four hours? Dude, I don't seven even think Dan Patrick gets four hours. Yes, he does. No, nah, I don't think he does. I think he's All three. of those shows get four. Four? Yes. So you want four Adam hours Adam and Joe get four. Adam and Joe suck. Well. And, and Joe Obvious, if you're listening to this show, please feel free to tweet me because I know, I know beyond any shadow of doubt, you've been jacking our content you for years. To, you listen to our show. Stop it. Stop jacking our content. Just we know stop. you're taking it. It's really not cool that you won't even give us a blow by in Twitter space. It's really not cool, but I'm tired of us coming in here and breaking this down 
for two and three hours at a time and then roll out of here and two days later it's like Adam and Joe, hey, check what they broke. Really? Hey, thanks Joe. guys. You guys are awesome. Joe Ovius, is it bad enough that you already jack like Mike and Mike, Trey Wingo, Mike, then like Dan Labatard? Well, the well, coolest part, Brandon, but, see, the coolest part but like is you, that there's been a couple of occasions where we've called them out on Twitter, and you and all you you don't get it because you're not big on Twitter. Trent and I, there've been a couple of times where they have jacked a specific piece. Future. Oh yeah, man. Right. They have jacked a specific piece, and we have tweeted to them directly and been like, "Can we get a little love?" Nah, man. no. Radio silence. Adam and Joe. Your second, second, always mine. You can't do what we do. Your kingdom. That's is how falling. I feel about it. You have zero competition here in Central Carolina, but guess what? We're here to take you down. There, <laughs> I mean, they're looking at. I mean, straight up, look, you look at it, and when you're talking here. about Central Carolina and you talk about talk radio, you're talking about Adam and Joe and David Glenn. Hey, much big ups to David Glenn. Big ups to Adam and Joe. I've seen. I've seen national polls. Where Adam and Joe are in the top 50, in the top 40, whatever the case might be. Good, great. That's great recognition for Central Carolina. Because you're but, not competing against but anybody. But basically what you have in Central Carolina is Adam and Joe, David Glenn. Now, if you want a third option in Central Carolina and you're listening to this show, hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. Spread the word because I'm going to tell you right now, there's not a thing I hear on Adam and Joe on a weekly basis. Uh, Adam and Joe on a weekly basis that we, that we don't know talked about, right? Adam and, and that's Joe. the thing. In particular, hit something we ain't talked about. I'll be really impressed. Tim, keep cleaning back there, bro. We, you know what, but, hey, Adam look. and Joe, this might inspire <laughs> us to put up our own antenna and broadcast our own oh. content. And we'll just take you out. I'm gonna tell you right now. We'll see how your I ratings told, go on that. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hey, like, throw any threats out there or be fake. You know, bold. But the day that we go live up against Adam and Joe, it's over. I told. I called Chris when Trey Wingo, Mike Golick, and Stu Gotts were going to go down to Pinehurst number two. I called Chris DeLambert. This is a true story. I called Chris DeLambert and said, hey, I'm going to call the show and say, hey, man, we would like to really, you know, show off Sanford. We got Tobacco Road here and stuff like that. I called them and they were like, hey, man, you're going to have to talk to our, like, our, you know, like our show manager or whatever the case may be. I didn't even have a chance. And they parlayed that local show. They didn't even know about ESPN. They parlayed that local show and sent Adam Gold, Joe Ovius, and whoever else, and sent them to number two, and they got to play with. All, I, I, why do people keep copying what we're trying to do, man? And here's the thing, Adam and Joe, and this is a direct clock because we've never called them out before. We we have shared a million jokes. Because I can't tell you how many times one of us has called the other and be like, hey, turn over to Adam and Joe. And they're it's three or funny, four days man. behind us. And and there's been some times, this is no lie, there's been some times when the contact matter is just a little bit too close to what we're doing oh, yeah. to be coincidence, where it's specific lines that have been jacked. Dude, 
We're not listening to anybody trying to take content. That's just a fact of the matter. I listen to Sports Talk Radio because I'm a Sports Talk fan, but I can't remember the last time I listened to anything in the state of North Carolina on any station, on any platform, where I was like, wow, they scooped that. And here we are. And I don't know how we got off on this Adam and Joe tangent, but I'm telling you right now, you guys better recognize right in front of you. Anything that you want to keep for um, Brownlow's material, you keep all that because none of that came from us. Unless Lauren was coming on me the show. I mean, otherwise, Lauren, Trent's fired and Lauren can say I want to find out if Lauren actually comes I got up fired with some twice of this material. Week. I know, right? Tim, I got fired twice this week. Look, New here's record. the thing, man. It's today, it's 2018. All of this material <coughs> is out there. And, and, and for instance, if you want to break something about the NBA, if you think you're going to scoop Adrian Wojnarowski, nah. it ain't going to happen. Nah. So you might as well just, you know, subscribe to his Twitter feed and see what's going on. Because he's got you. Yeah. And nobody likes it, but that's the way it is. And it's funny when we talk about the NBA draft, people are like, well, Woj is, you know, leaking these picks before before they happen. Well, yeah, because he got it like that. Love you. You're listening to From the Cheap Seats on WDCC, WRPR, Ironic got, Media. We got two more hours. Another podcast. <laughs> We're going for a million more hours with you guys. You're listening to Crystal Lambert and Brandon Adkins on From the Cheap Seats, a production of Cheap Seats Radio.